Week three is in the books, and um, I didn't think it maybe would have happened this year, but the Cats actually came out with a win, man, and I, that's tough to be- believe. Um, I, uh, oh. What the heck, man? Okay, so, um, by the way, I sound very bad. I'm a little scruffed up. We're good, though. However, completely unrelated, um, I got a notification on my phone um, from Rick Stroud, who is definitely, like, the top uh, Buccaneers reporter. He says, Leonard Fournette told fellow running backs Rashad White and Keyshawn Vaughn that they're going to have to share snaps with them. He wants to prolong his career. He knows their time is coming, and he is embracing it. Damn. All right, Lenny. You'd love to hear that if you're Clark. <laughs> That's the best news you could have ever heard, I think. Kidding me? That just made his day. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so didn't think the Cats were going to win a game for at least six weeks, but that's what happens when I bet um, on Furley to win. And I'm going to keep that in mind now, Furley. I got you, okay? Listen. Now, listen. I got you. But, um, yeah, this episode probably won't be too long. I'm going to be honest. You guys are very lucky because I'm not in the mood. Uh, not in the mood. It's just I just don't really want to sit here and talk for an hour today. I don't know what happened last week. I just kept ranting. And a big part of that is because of Tyler Legro. And I think we maybe have to have a conversation as a league about his participation here and um, the way he likes to bend the rules to his advantage and take advantage of me when I'm at work and stuff while I'm just trying to have fun and make trades and stuff. Know what I mean? I got a, I got a bowl of chicken noodle soup right here in front of me, and it's on a plate. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce. Oh, as always, it's probably when my back is fucked. And I got this plate under it, and then I got the bowl of chicken, and this bowl keeps sliding everywhere, and it's pissing me off, man. But put it this way, guys. He has one undefeated team remaining, so I think we have to give a little shout-out to Ricciardo. Um, And in no offense, because I'm happy for the guy, but in no offense. Oh, wait. Joey Bosa needs surgery and be placed on IR. We'll be back later in the year. Wow. Wow. Listen, man, I hate the Chargers. I honestly, like, it goes in, like, an order, I think, of, like, I hate the Chiefs, I think, the most. And then Raiders, minus Benny. Me and Benny are weird Broncos Raiders fans. We don't hate each other. I hope not. I'd be dead by now. And then... And then the Chargers. Like, I just don't care. You know what I mean? I honestly think I hate more Broncos, some Broncos fans, than I hate Chargers fans. I don't care about them. I just feel bad. Like, they don't even barely, like, have money fans. And that's until their team gets good. And maybe they can start filling the arena this year. But fuck, man. Now I really feel bad. So I like a lot of guys on their team. No joke. They're all dead. I don't like Joey Bosa. Fuck him. He came from the same ball sack that his little fucking rat brother Nick Bosa did. That fucking piece of shit. Don't even fucking get me started on what he was. <clears throat> We're going to go right into the predictions, yo. Oh. How about my bar? Moose, I told you. Oh my god. I told you. C Mac? That's C Mac. Leave it at that. 
um, last uh, week. <coughs> Not good again, boys. I'll tell you that. Two and four. That puts me at uh, five and eleven on the air. So it's always good, good, good. <sighs> anyway, me versus leg this week. I'm gonna give it to leg right off the rip. You know how we do. Um, I honestly think that like that's a legit one. That's just not me doing it. You know what I mean? I think um, I made Legro's team better last week, so let's just see how that works for me this week. So I'm down in the soup. It's good as fuck. Moose and Nelly. Neller, Neller. Um, it's definitely a uh, toss-up, but you know what? Fuck, I don't know. I don't even know, man. Fuck. I'm gonna give it to Neller. That's only because Moose is better than me at F1. Next, I'm gonna go to Knack versus Bruiser. And you know what? Um, big trade happened this morning between Brody and Knack, and I um, I think Knack made his team better, and I think Brody made his team better. So it was a good deal, I think, for both sides. And I looked at it afterwards, and I liked both teams better than before. So I don't know. That's when you can tell you got two people who kind of know what they're doing. And then when you go over to Albany, and you're like in a fucking brass box, you got a little fucking brain damage up there, you know what I mean? That's why I get taken advantage of. Um, and this one, though, um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know about Michael Thomas in that London. <clears throat> um, I mean, that knock did make his team better, in my opinion. Um, but I'm just going to give it to Bruce. I think that, like, Debo is bound to pop off one of these games, man. Like, the guy hasn't had, like, a fucking 35-point game this year. It's kind of crazy to me. And Tyreek, very rare you're going to get two, like, low-end weeks from him. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, for sure. And, but Danny could be running around a little bit, you know what I mean? So it all kind of depends, but I'm going to give it to uh, Ben. Um, pretty much because Knack won't give me Higdala. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we got BG and Truns. And uh, yeah, Slinky still got that the Falcon picture. That's goaded, though. You know what I mean? I like that. Um, how about BG, though? Um, I think that, honestly, like, it's not even like Jeff Wilson's going to be bad. So I consider him an RB2, like a solid, very solid RB2. Um, and then Henry and Eckler on top of that, it's unreal. 
And when Lamar's putting up the amount of points he is, obviously, whether or not you want to bet that continues, Lamar's obviously kind of betting it does. Um, then you don't have to worry about Jimmy G. Fuck. You know what I mean? Lamar's outscored my QBs every fucking week this year. So, where's that? <clears throat> this one, though, um, I guess it remains to be seen if, if DeMont plays still. Um, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, to keep an eye on the uh, entire Lamar versus the Bills. That could be a recipe for him going off. Um, so, yeah. I don't know, man. It's tough for me. I don't want to say Trent is going to go 0-4. But I'm just going with my gut on all these this week. Like, it's literally nothing. Like, I'm just going with my gut, man. I don't got much in my brain right now. Never do, but, like, today it's... It ain't even working, bro. So I'm just going to give it to Brody. Sorry, Trunz. I'm not trying to hate. I'm just saying. And then I got Furley versus Rich. How about Rich, though? 3-0. and And, um, yeah, he had one little letdown week, but other than that, put up 350, I'm pretty sure. So let me see if I'm right on that. I was looking at everything earlier, and that's... No, I lied. He has 380 week one, 350. 46 and back-to-back weeks. That's unreal. So he has been, um, to me, a very pleasant surprise. It's so good to see the man on top. And uh, how about Chris Olave? Holy fuck, man. That kid can play football. For real. Wide receiver nine. Oof. Yeah, well, he could have been a first-rounder last year anyway, so. He obviously was going to be very good when he came into the league, but didn't expect him to be that good. But Richie got him, and that's a keeper and a half next year, too. He's got so many keepers. That's not why I'm here, though. That's a little jerk session, though. I'm going to get one. Um, I actually think I'm going to give this one to Furley, though, after I jerked Rich off. So you have both get... Wait, wait. Wait, wait. No, I'm giving it to Rich. I'm giving it to Rich. That's all I'm going to say. Next, I'm going on to Clark versus Sandy. And what a match. After last week, the Bills versus... I wish that these guys played each other in fantasy the same week Bills played the Dolphins. But, um, fuck, man. I'm going to be honest. Clarkie is another team that I did not expect at all to start 0-3. Um, so this just shows you how... I'm not going to say it. They say it every week. But it just shows you how much I know. I said it. Um, Yeah, Jamal Williams without Swift this week is going to be insane. Uh, Madison, I think either way, has to get sprinkled in this week. So. Then on top of that, you know, like. It'll be be interesting. Um, It's good that Clark gets Evans back. But, um, yeah, I guess he's waiting to see if Dalton Schultz will play. I'm just going to give it to Adam. That's it. That's all. Sorry, Clark. I got the boys staying at on no wins, him and Truns, but I'm probably going to lose too, so take it as you will, lad. (laughs) 
I'm gonna keep her going with the. What is nice fucking well shit? Yeah, there we go. Last week my well was a rod. Kind of expected a vintage performance. Yeah, he still played good, but you know it wasn't that vintage a rod. Did more than enough to win, but I wouldn't say it was a well for fantasy purposes. DJ Moore, oof, skip, Josh Jacobs. You know what? Good question. And check that one. Oh man. Don't tell me he shit the bed too. 31.5. You know what? I might have said I thought he was going to hit 30 points. I don't know if that's what I for sure said, but I might have said that. <laughs> but whatever. That's his first time hitting 30 this year. I'll consider that all right. I'll say one and two there. My shit. I did a Murray. He played good. Matt Ryan beat the fucking Chiefs. How do you do in fantasy, though? 28 points. I still consider it good, man. He beat the Chiefs, dog. And then... Oh, man, I'm dying over here, boys. Chase Edmonds had 19. I mean... That's not shit for him. So... Second most points this year. Anyway... Well, this week, Kyler, um, fuck the whole bullshit that, that Call of Duty one. I know Kyler's going to go off this week. I just know it. And he's playing Carolina, too. So, I don't know. Baker going to keep giving him the fucking ball, doc. Gabe Davis had a few struggle drops last week, but um, the Ravens secondary has been giving up some big games and um, just potential that he uh, can bounce back in what I, well, I mean, every time we anticipate it to happen, does it ever happen, but in what I think should be a high-scoring game, Gabe Davis, I think over 30 points, I'm saying it, yeah. Um, in my last well, oh, would you look at that? Nat got two wells in the same week. Um, that was probably because I did these last night, but Michael Carter. Um, I think Michael Carter, I think it is very much going to be very, um, weird usage between the two, Brees Hall and Michael Carter. I think there will be streaks where it's majorly, um, like Brees and stuff, and then maybe not so, but I think last game what really held Michael Carter back was in the graph I was looking at, he wasn't getting as much third down work, and also, like, targets in the past game. I don't know how many Brees got, but I'm pretty sure Michael Carter wasn't high. I think he had got rushing yards, though. I get 39 rushing yards, which isn't worse. It wasn't too bad. And then one reception, two targets, seven yards. 
Whereas the other weeks he was getting way more work. I think he could definitely dip back into more. I think the Steelers-Jets game will be close. And I think there will be a good game script for Michael Carter there on top of the Pittsburgh defense. Struggling a bit on the ground this year, um, especially without TJ Watt and stuff. So I also think that it had to do something with the fact that fucking Flacco has just been slinging it. And he loves to throw to the running backs like he was doing the first two weeks. So I'm hoping. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Probably going to fuck up that one too. Yeah. Nack must really be happy hearing me say he's got two wells. He knows that's basically two shits, dog. And the shits this week. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking last night, bro. I put Mac Collins on here. Damn. <laughs> Whatever. Got to ride with it. Um, Neller, man. He's probably going to go off and prove me wrong. And then you got the receipts and fucking voice message, not no text, dog. Holy shit, yo. Oh, whatever. It doesn't even fucking matter. Oh, never mind. I was reading it wrong. Yeah, he's in Nelder's lineup. Huh. I don't know about that, Joey. But I got to stick with it. Because I'm too lazy to change it. Sorry. Next up, shit. I'm putting Clyde. I don't even know why, bro. Tampa D's good. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Uh, rough week last week. <laughs> what? Seven carries for zero yards. Stop this fucking instant. He had more rushing touchdowns than he had yards. And he had one rushing touchdown. Oh, bro, I didn't see that. Poor guy. If anything, I would say he'd bounce back after seeing that. Can't get much worse. Still got 16 points, though. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tampa's got a good D, actually, so maybe that's it. And then last shit is Russ, just because I'm taking the freebie there, all right? Don't fucking beat me up for it. I just need to fucking, fucking start winning on some of these well shits, too, so fuck. <clears throat> and we're going to finish it off here with some power rankings. And... um I wouldn't anticipate, like, like I say, in the early weeks. Can't really, like, imagine these are going to make or break your season. But um, it's just good. It's cool to see how much the perspective of a team can change from week to week. So, you know what I mean? Um, starting at number 12, moving down a spot from last week after another loss. Um... Yeah, not good for Clarky, but I think better days are ahead, put it that way. I think better days are ahead. Um, Trons moving down uh, to number 11 from 9 last week. Also, no wins yet, you know what I mean? Don't think he's a bottom two team, but you got you to gotta win games, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you got you to gotta get the boys to find a way to do it. Give him a pep talk, Trons just sits in there, man. He won't say nothing. He just says, wake up. That's it. Ain't no one going to wake up if you tell him like that, bro. Staying at number 10 last week, uh, from last week. He's got a win in the year, so he can't get much fucking lower if the two teams under him are 0-3. But I think that he made his team better after ripping me off, and I think he's going to win this week. But it's Legro, so there you go. 
I put myself up three spots. I finally won a game. I dropped to 400, and I wanted 420, but we ended up with, like, 430 or something, so that's a little disappointing. I would have ripped a fucking nice fucking Tizzler for that. I don't even want to talk about Tiz right now. My fucking lungs and fucking throat is just dead. I fucking can't even smoke. It's depressing. Well, maybe a little fucking dab pen here and there, but no Tiz. Fuck, it sucks, boys. I'm hurting. I think that's why I'm hurting. I need that shit to breathe. Uh, Furley, I got jumping down two spots after losing to me. Never what you want. I still think that his team is going to be more than good. I think Devonta Smith proved that he can just have very big games. T. Higgins, we know, is who he is. And Furley, I got a little short on the stick. His digs didn't really keep up that crazy production, but it was still a good game nonetheless. Um, and still kept him, I think, at wide receiver one on the year. So that's good. Um... And number seven, going down four spots, be Knack. Uh, even though I think that looking at Knack's team now, it, it could have actually gotten a little better. So it couldn't be that fair. But, you know, just a tough loss overall. Um, I think that better days are ahead for him as well, though. I think that, that, that like, I don't know, I struggled to see um, how he, you know, can't turn it around. It's just a matter of his receivers, you know, having, like, they all can't have shit games. You'll never win like that, right? You got to hope that at least a few of them pop off and do something. Because like, they all have the ability to perf- to perf- outperform whatever the hell they get projected. So that's the thing with that. Um, just got to hope that at least you never want them all to line up and have a bad week. Because, I mean, who the hell is going to win a fantasy game that way? But definitely don't want it to happen in multiple weeks. You would just hope at least a couple of, like an IUK big player, you know what I mean? Something like that. Get them at like 40 points. At least to like help carry the load for one of the other receivers that struggled. But when they all do shit, it's going to be tough. Um, I think that on top of that, <coughs> it was definitely time to probably see if you could improve your team for Eckler. And I think that both, like I said earlier, him and Brody both did a good job at improving wherever the hell they wanted to. And, and they both, like, Brody took a really good fucking chance. Like, it, I definitely would have probably been wanted to be in on Eckler. And um, on the other end, I think that Knack did fucking pretty good. The only thing that, like, is going to be actually interesting to me now is how will Garrett Wilson and Mike... Like, I don't think Michael Carter, like, will lose too much volume at all. But, like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's crazy, but I think it's a genuine conversation. Fantasy purposes, at least. For supporting casts, the whole nine that Zach Wilson may make things worse in New York. I don't know. Maybe I'm just over-fucking-reaching. I don't know, but I think that it's not far-fetched to say. I'm not saying Flacco's good. I'm saying for fantasy purposes, they often end up fucking going down pretty big, and then they literally get to let it fucking Flack sling it. So, I mean, like, maybe Zach Wilson keeps games a little closer, but even on top of that, if he has to go and fucking throw 60 times a game for some reason, I think that Flacco would have a better game. I don't know what games he was playing really good. He was taking a lot to the running backs and shit. He just loves checkdowns, but like, there's a part of me that thinks Zach Wilson isn't like that. And um, I don't know. It remains to be seen. But like I said, that is what I'm really interested to there with Knack's team is to <coughs> keep an eye out on Garrett Wilson pretty much, just because that was the thing that I I, I thought that like honestly early on he might have been a, like not. I didn't think he'd be this good. I thought 
he'd be fucking impressive. Like, but like, I really wanted to see how are things gonna be with Zach. And Zach could be that mom fucker, dude. He could come in and be that guy. You know what I mean? But you just don't want to see um, shades of rookie Zach Wilson. Like, 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 you just don't want to see that out there at all, man. Um, not for a second overall pick. No, yo. You don't want this to turn into a Trubisky situation very quickly. You know what I mean? And um, I'm not saying that overall they made the wrong choice, but, you know, who's to say that Trey Lance doesn't, you know, become better when he returns? Who's to say Mac Jones doesn't have a better career? And, I mean, I know what supporting cast is a lot of it, but, you know, and I'm not mentioning Justin Fields for the sake of Legro getting fucking angry at me. But you know I'm thinking it. And anyway, yeah, moving up two spots from last week to number six would be Neller with a big win for the guys. I think um, definitely, like you said, can't be too happy. <laughs> Swifty boy's taking a couple. He pulled a Rodman. He just went to fucking Vegas for a couple weeks, dog. He did like that fucking showed up to Pracky. He wasn't there. Everyone else was there. Neller shows up. Where's Swifty? Oh, he's in Las Vegas. He's in Las fucking Vegas. Yeah, he's taking a couple of weeks off, boy. Healing up his little stinged-up shoulder. You gotta go take a couple of weeks in Vegas at the tables. Oh, and he's just, you know, pissed now it was. Going down four spots. He was number one last week. Um, not to say that, you know, the team is fucking just blown up. I think that he actually made a big deal. He got two RB1s, two high-end RB1s, I'd say, at that. And uh, they have the potential, obviously, I'd say, to perform well. Um... You would hope. I think that Cook should be good to play this week, but we'll see. Um, and I do not think there's anything to worry about with whatever happened to C-Mac. But obviously just things you have to keep an eye on. Um, but overall, I think it was just like... There was a part of me that, with all due respect, I look at... Um, Moose's team, and I know that Noah Brown's a player, but I, I also, part of me does want to see how Noah Brown is with Gallup and Schultz full-time back in the mix with Dak. Like, how much of it, like, you know, matters that Gallup's coming back? Um, not that I doubt the talent, though. I actually think Noah Brown's nice. But here's the problem that, like, I looked at with the team, and it was just, like... I don't know who's returning for Moose that will take over at his flexes besides Van Jefferson, which, you know, it's not bad. But, like, I don't know. There's a part of me that's not a very big fan of, like, Romeo Dobbs as your permanent wide receiver three and Ben Skowrenick slash Van Jefferson being your permanent flex. Same with Noah Brown being a permanent flex because I, I don't see anyone on the bench that's, like, better than them, you know what I mean? Like, maybe Devontae Parker if you want to roll the dice there again. But with Mac out, very tough to do. And I don't know, like, it's it's something. Um, I think that his running backs just ultimately do have that like absolute firepower where they could easily combine like his top two could easily combine for a hundred any given week um but i also like think like on top of it too it's just like 
it's understandable some teams have like low end like wide receivers and whatnot but it's gonna be tough for him to squeak away with consistent wins if they struggle and if Trubisky like you know plays like Trubisky has been like they gotta get Kenny in there I mean not for Moose's fantasy team's sake but I'm sure Moose even wants to put Kenny in there at one point and obviously Derek Carr hasn't been what Moose had expected him to be up to this point so like overall I think that he is smart with usually like his trades and he'll be able to like fix whatever and I think Van Jefferson is good like that is definitely a flex in our league it's just like I have to see if Noah Brown is going to be a flex with um, Gallup back. And is Romeo Dobbs going to be a wide receiver three with Christian Watson and Sammy Watkins eventually all back into the fold? So there are definitely some questions there. But overall, I think that like his depth is good. Like He is very much so in a comfortable position where... There are a lot of receivers that could get injured in the league, and Moose immediately has a player who is an easy flex, like KJ Osborne, KJ Hamler, um, fuck Devontae Parker, even Tyler Boyd. Even right now, you could probably get away with Tyler Boyd as flex. I, like, it's not the worst thing in the world, you know what I mean? So I guess it's not all that bad. JD McKissick, they're just lower end ones, kind of like dart throws that you hope something will happen. But then again, what happens if something happens to T. Higgins or fucking Jamar Chase and eventually Tyler Boyd's going to be even maybe a wide receiver three, like not even a fucking flex, you know what I mean? So a lot of upside on Moose's bench, like way too much upside. <laughs> this fucking, I'm looking at it salivating compared to mine. So there's that. Moving up a spot from last week after the win. Benny Bruce looking to keep it going with um, Slinky in the fucking rear view mirror. No. You know, obviously it's going to be a pretty fucking tough matchup this week when he goes against Knack. I think Knack's done a pretty good job with the team, but I think that on top of it, like, Ben's just waiting for an explosion from Debo and Tyree combined. Like, one of those games where it, like, really shows, like, why he wanted to go all in on those receivers. And I don't know. Never know, man. Could be this week. Could be next week. Could just be only against me. So here we go. Uh, moving up a spot into the top three, we got BG. And, uh,. I think that BG's team overall looks deadly. Like, Eckler and, and fucking Derrick Henry on the same fantasy team is just fucking scary. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, imagine telling him that at the beginning of the year going into the draft. Like, Brody, you don't have to make a decision between Eckler and Henry because you're going to get them both by week four anyway. I think you'd be like, oh, all right, fuck, all right. So I think on top of that, like, his receivers are still really good. And, I mean, Elijah Moore, I think... Personally, that's the guy who gets a boost for Zach Wilson being back because they really had a strong report going down the stretch. Um, it's just Garrett Wilson looked good with Flax early on. Um, Elijah Moore has been stuck at that 14-point range. Could it maybe flip-flop now with Zach Wilson back? Will he favor Elijah over Garrett Wilson? You know, all remains to be seen. Um, I'm pretty sure the big thing there is that Elijah was playing a lot, a lot of the slot and... I'm pretty sure Garrett Wilson like took a solid chunk out of that away. I'm pretty sure they might still do a bit of both um, to look more into that, actually. But I think that has to play into it, too. But, I mean, Deontay Johnson, easy wide receiver, too, in my opinion. Jamar Chase, easy wide receiver, one. And, I mean, like, that's an easy for Deontay. Like, I think that, like, obviously the targets and everything there is just makes you fucking just jizz. But 
you just really want to see him start putting together huge games, like at least 40 bombs and stuff like that. It'd be nice. Um, and on top of that, I think that, like, Jamar has even been a little disappointing off the rip, and you know it's not going to continue to be like that. So that's a good, another good thing. Um, <coughs> and I just look at the bench and the guys that he'll have returning, and when it's at full strength, that lineup will be very scary. So... Yeah, that's a team to definitely keep an eye on, especially if they continue to win games and put up 400 points, you know what I mean? Even without the team at full strength. And then going down a spot, um, despite the win last week, uh, it was just, you know what I mean? It was another explosion from the dog fuckers. But actually, no, sorry. I'm reading it backwards. They went down a spot last week or whatever. Um... This week, however, they're staying at number two after their win. It's just Rich is going to be number one. He's the only 3-0 and team left. I'm pretty sure that, uh, like we said earlier, he's had like 350 points every week plus. So it's not like the team isn't performing. They're performing well. Um, and then, yeah, on top of that, I think that you just have to be really excited with the direction his team looks. Like if Clyde can keep it up and if Josh Jacobs is going to continue to get majority of the work, which is something I personally didn't think was going to happen... Um, and then I think that his young receivers are just, you know, sky's the, the sky is truly the limit there. Um, I think that like Alave was the one, like I was telling him, like he would probably be a top five wide receiver, like ranked in fantasy right now, like score wise, like if he would have had caught a couple more passes in week two, like that bombs were getting tossed to him. And I think on top of everything, like Joe Mixon hasn't been joe mixon or like who he wanted besides week one the last two weeks have been kind of sluggish for him and it's all on top of that like i think that rich's team has a lot of things where there are um chances where he's going to really be able to get better and um eventually i think he hopes he can start to see production out of kenny walker now with travis homer hurt um, maybe to an extent that he would be comfortable starting him over Marvin Jones. Uh, maybe Isaiah McKenzie can perform to that level too. So I think that there's a couple things that he's looking forward to that all could make a difference. But um, that's all I'm talking today, boys. Good luck this week. Even you know that I hope that, you know, despite the fact <laughs> that the boys out there were maybe harsher than usual sometimes on you this week you know we gotta hope that i even picked you to win so you know what there you go take that as you will man if i wish you bad luck and i pick you to win then it's really starting to make sense while i'm not why i'm not doing too good on these fucking predictions but luck is everything fuck have a good weekend boys enjoy whatever you're doing and knock look a little happier to be in that golf stand even though i know you're not gonna listen to this ciao